0: Good afternoon, welcome back to another episode. This is your host, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. It's my pleasure to welcome you on board. Um, today is the last day of the year. Uh, 2019 has been a very interesting year for most of us, including myself, and it's the end of the decade. Um, I will dive in into technology, politics, and you know, politics is really my lane in history, so I will dive into certain um, those t- topics. First, I would like to thank all my listeners who've been with me since 2018 when I joined this podcast. Uh, I love. You. I thank you for your support. Uh, my goal for next year is to bring my podcast to the top five podcasts around the world. That's my goal. I want to bring this podcast. I'm looking for a sponsorship. If you know anybody that want to sponsor this podcast, I really, I would love. T- I really appreciate that. So I thank you guys for supporting this podcast. Even though I'm not a journalist, I don't have a master in journalism. I just do it from the heart. So with the passion. So I'm interested that you guys can help me, you know, evolve and make this podcast go international. So like I said, uh, I thank you guys for supporting this podcast for uh, for the past two years now. It's been almost two years. So let's dive into um, 2019 as you know it's the end of the decade um this decade brought you uh we went to obama then now we're into the trump administration like i said trump i'm not a big fan of him uh, because of his character he's very self-centered very disrespectful type of person his policies you can argue you know there are some intangibles he did for black people but that remains to be seen next year, how that's going to transpire. transpire. Obama, like I told you, Obama was, just, was the illusion for black people. He kept black people on a comatose for a long time, mentally comatose. Um, he didn't give nothing, no attention to black America, ADOS. He just gave stuff to gays, white women, and Latinos. So that being said, Obama didn't do nothing for the black collective uh like if you look at his eight years and that's why he, there was a backlash after he left office because a lot of black uh, white people didn't like that he was in the office for eight years so that's why trump was re- re- elected you wonder how trump got elected because that was the bay- bayback the backlash of obama presidency a lot of those white people they didn't like obama in the white office so they was willing to give trump a chance and trump have no experience whatsoever he have no quality of leadership he can't even lead the country. His administration, like I told you guys before, his administration suck. Everybody he hired, they either quit on him or he fired them. So as a leader, you can't run a country like that. That being said, we'll shall see everything how everything transpired come 2020 because 2020 is right around the corner. Today's New Year's Eve. If you don't know that, it's New Year's Eve in North America. But. Like I said, uh, the Democrat Party, like I said before, they have no tangibles, so is the Republican Party. Primarily the Democrat Party, all their policies from welfare to housing to twist track you out to social security, all those liberal policies have destroyed the black community, one can argue. Uh, I think black people should have their own agenda. They should have their own political party. That's my take on it. Like I said, I'm, I, I feel very adamant about this. Um, we need to have our own party, our own agenda. Because uh, being part of the Democrat Party or the Republican Party, it does not equate to any intangibles in the long run. The, the, none of those parties are talking about reparation for the Negro American. Let's get that in perspective. What they're promoting is this, um, the H-40 um, initiative, that was signed by Sheila Jackson. But like I said, that, that H40 um, documents is just a uh, it's just a speech. It's, it's not gonna give any anything back to the black community. So that being said, it's something that we have to look out for come 2020. I I feel that um, Trump would be re-elected because uh, what happened was the impeachment really fired, you know, galvanized his base because they're gonna reelect him because if you know, if the Senate doesn't vote on the impeachment process, you know, you, take, uh, you know they have to vote on it. If they don't vote on it, he will not get impeached. He will not be removed from the, um, the White House. Like I told you, uh, impeachment is an indictment, and in an elected official is a is a charge. So there's a process. It goes through a process. So the House passed the impeachment, but the Senate got to vote on the impeachment because the Senate is mostly majority Republican, and uh, you know. A lot of those Republicans, they, they don't want to impeach Trump. You know, after all the things that he's done, but plus his base, you know, his base, like I told you, his base is mostly white, evang- white evangelicals, uh, white nationalists, and poor whites. That's his base. That's Donald Trump's base. And they are pumped up right now because they hate the, the Democrat Party of what they have done to him. So they're going to be out there in full-fledged and if he does get impeached, they're gonna be a rise. Don't be surprised if those people coming out shooting people in the streets, because those you talk, you talk about white uh, nationalists, and you talk about poor whites. And poor whites, let me address you guys first and foremost. Trump doesn't care about you guys. London B. Johnson told you that he'll make you think. Uh, the, he make think that he'll make the white poor white man think he's better than the black man, even though they're both poor. He robbed them blinding. But like I said, it's a trick, it's a scam. It's not real. So none of these politicians have your best interests at heart regardless of race and class. So you have to keep that in mind. Um, Black people should should get away from the Democrat party. They have not done anything for you for the past 60 years. Like I said before, the Democrat party should be the Dixiecrat, which was one of the racist party, still is one of the racist party ever. They're both racist, uh, Republican and Democrats. They used to be known as the Dixiecrat, and they were Southerners, and they were very racist. And in the 1960s, they they got a new face with the Civil Rights Act. They got a new face, and they was able to draw uh, pull a lot of Negro Americans to their party. And consequently, 60 years later, they have not given us anything. So, R.I.P. to all the great that I passed on, James Ingram, R&B legend. Uh, Diane Keaton, um, one of the greatest actresses of the 21st century. R.I.P. to her. C. 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 Uh, John Witherspoon one, one of the greatest uh, comedian, Passed on. Nipsey Hussle, one of the greatest rap artists for this decade. Um, like I said, there's a lot of people that passed on this year. Um, my condolences go out to their family and their friends. Um, secondly, we all talk about technology. Because uh, the past decade, this this decade here, technology really advanced. Uh, we went from iPhone 5, now we have iPhone 11 Pro. So iPhone have evolved, you know, throughout the decades. Uh, we went from LED HD TV to now we're from from 4K to now 8K TV. They go they they cost about 30 grand a pop for the 8K high definition TV. So technology progresses, it's gonna to continue to progress. Only thing I have is only the 5G. Uh, I know we spoke about the 5G. I told you guys that the 5G, the electromagnetic field is harmful to the human body and the environment. I can emphasize this, you know, I said the 5G electromagnetic field is harmful to the human body and the environment. So don't take my word for it, just go look at it for yourself look at the data look at the scientific data those companies they're not promoting that because if they do they're going to lose a lot of customers so that's something that you as a customer have to go and look for yourself i know they promote is it, it make you download files much faster which i understand but the byproduct of that is the is is the a lot of people are going to get sick uh, from the 5g those are towers you know those towers they put close to your house if you go around your neighborhood look at those towers and look at the tree that's next to it you're going to notice that the tree losing branches and they're dying out so that's the same thing that's going to happen to your body it's going to, because you know 5g come out of china the whole thing that whole technology came from china because china their whole network is wired by 5g i don't know a lot of you guys know about that it's the 5g network came from china that technology came from China. So the Chinese were selling it to the American and the Americans bought it from them and they used the same technology. And the Chinese been using it for, I think for three, four years now they've been using 5G. So now those big companies like Verizon, Sprint, AT&T, T-Mobile, um, they all have uh, promoting these 5G shenanigans. Like I told you guys before, 5G is very harmful to the human body it's not my word. This is scientific data. It's not my word. I didn't make this thing up. The electromagnetic field is very harmful to the environment and the human body. So you must go and look it up for yourself. Like I said, I do this from, from the bottom of my heart. I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to do this podcast. I don't have a whole bunch of sponsorship. I have a few of them, but I a whole bunch. I would like to have more sponsorship. But we have to speak the truth, uh, you know, to truth to power now when it comes to um celebrities going to africa uh we have seen that jay-z beyonce ti and cardi b and they're going to africa they don't know africa is a continent with 54 country in it i know you negroes are so delusional so simple-minded you think africa is a country africa is not a country it's a continent let me give you a, a dimension of africa You can put China, the subcontinent of India, and the United States, and they all will fit in Africa. That's how huge Africa is. Africa is the second largest continent behind the Americas. Do you understand? Africa is the second largest continent behind the Americas. Because Within the Americas, we have North America which is United States, Canada. Then you have Central America which is Mexico, Guatemala, Panama. Then you have South America, which is Brazil, Venezuela, Colombia, all the way down to Chile, Nicaragua. You see, those that's the Americas. So you have to understand that the Americas, when those so-called Africans, so-called Negros, those African, they was involved in the slave trade. Those rich African, I'm talking about the aristocrat African who go to Harvard, Princeton, Yale, Oxford. Uh, Cambridge, those African—I'm referring to those upper-class Africans. Their families were were extremely, were heavily involved in the slave trade. They like to give you this false narrative of all of us came from West Africa. Wrong and wrong. I told you guys, they have a. There was a decree that came out in the 1400 from the Vatican that specifically said. We was going to conquer the America, the land of milk of honey. land of milk of honey was never used towards Africans. Africans are the son of him. We are the son of Sham. That's a biblical chronology, uh, history here. You have to understand that. You must understand we're not the same people. We have different phenotypes. A lot of people, they argue with me on, on online. I say we have different phenotypes. You know what phenotype is? Different bi- genetics. Okay, we, you cannot go by skin color, you freaking idiot. You cannot go by skin color. You got to go by the gene, genealogy. We have different phenotypes from the Africans. Those, those, those European and those aristocrats, Africans, and then those celebrities, they're being paid. Like Beyonce, Jay-Z, T.I., and Boyce, Wykins, all of them are being paid. Don't listen to this nonsense. They're getting paid to go to Africa, okay? They're getting paid, they're not talking about it. Because if they talk about it, it it'll look bad on them. So they're not going to talk about it because they're getting paid to promote African tourism. When you look at Africa, Africa is very divisive. It's not a diss Africa. When you look at South Africa, look how they treat those Africans over there. Look how they treat those Africans over there. Meanwhile, they don't treat the Chinese like that. Meanwhile, they don't treat the East Indian like that. Or those those so-called Africans. So they're still fighting for the land in South Africa. That's still ongoing. They have an AIDS epidemic over there. One out of five women, person in South Africa, are HIV positive. One out of f- one out of five. Don't quote me on this. You can look at the data. One out of five. I think is HIV over there. So that being said, then you have Nigeria, one of the largest population in Africa, 150 million people. They are divisive also. A lot of Nigerian. Especially those of them that's educated. They are very self-centered. And they 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 look down. They look people. They like to call us Akafa. You know, Akata. You know, Akata, which is which is wild cats. I'm like, Negro, I'm not a wild cat. You are a wild crap. You, you are a wild cat. You left your domain. You left Africa. You left your environment. You come to America. So, and hence, you are wild cats. We are not wild cats. We're not going to Africa by the millions. We are not going to Africa every year by the millions. You might get a thousand that go to Africa, maybe a1,000, maybe 5,000 every year, but you're not getting millions of us going to Africa. It's not in our spirit to go to Africa. It's not a distant Africa. And you have to remember we were colonized before Africa. We were colonized in the 1500s. Africa was colonized in the 1800s. So that was like a three-year gap, a 300 year gap. We were colonized 300 years prior to Africa being colonized. The first European that stepped foot in Africa was was the Roman first. Then the second was the Portuguese in Angola looking for gold. Then they transitioned to slavery. So I told you slavery was started by African kings and queens. That's a fact. It didn't start by European. The Europeans, they didn't know the the geography of Africa. Let alone... First of all, you have to factor in. There are about three... 1, language spoken in Africa there are about 3,000 tribes in Africa Africa has 54 countries so 54 countries with a diverse tongue and a diverse tribe you have the Ashanti and the guy in Ghana you know you got the you know you got uh, the Zulus in South Africa you, you got a lot of different tribes in Africa and they don't get along and like I told you the tribal mindset in Africa have decimated Africa. Okay you can say colonization is part of it. You can say number one religion is number one on my list. But you can look at the tribal mindset. They're very tribal. They don't think you know nationwide. They don't think nationwide. They think tribe. Now it's good to think tribe locally but, but when, you, when you try to build a nation you have to put your tribal side mindset aside. And focus on the nation that's why China is so successful do you think China have many tribes yeah there's a many tribe in China too There, there's there's many tribe in China but guess what they have one common cause one one code of conduct for Africa to be united they have to have one common cause and one code of conduct and they have to put their tribal mindset aside they, they try to promote African tourism which I'm, I'm not against it, but don't try to convince us to go to Africa when you know Africa don't have nothing to offer us. Africa don't have a worldwide university for us to go study science, agriculture, medicine. They don't have a university like that. If they do, let me know. Let me know. I'll go online and look it up myself. Maybe I might apply. So they don't have a university like Yale, like Princeton, like Harvard. They don't have a university like that in Africa. That's why all those aristocrat African kids, they come to America for a better education. They don't study in Africa. They do not study in Africa. That's a fact. They do not study in Africa. They come here to America and study here in America. And then don't try to compare yourself to them because they come from an aristocrat world bloodline. We're not the same people. And I've spoken to many Africans about this. A lot of them didn't even know about the, uh, the transatlantic slave trade until they arrived here to the United States. They were not aware of that stuff. Now, one thing they failed to tell us is the sub-Saharan slave trade. That's the slave trade they, they keep under, under the carpet. The sub-Saharan slave trade where millions of Africans were sold to the Arabs and the European in the 1500 and 1600. They don't talk about those things. And that was in the 9th century. That's the 9th century, they said over 35 million Africans were sold to the Arabs and the Europeans. And that's how those Arab family, a lot of them become rich from those trades. A lot of those African fam- African royal family become rich. They become wealthy from those trades. Because when you conquer somebody, what happened? When you conquer them? You took their land, you took their resources, you took all that stuff. Yeah, there was no shadow slavery like we have here in America. Most of them were indentured servants, but a lot of them were... Some of them was they, they didn't treat them like they treat us here. They didn't move... move they, didn't, they didn't change their name. None of that stuff like that. But... But... Us here in America, we cannot compare us to Africans. We are totally different people. You cannot go by skin color. A lot of Negroes, y'all simple-minded Negroes, Always going by skin color. But you does not do that in the animal kingdom. When you see a tiger, you say, yo, that's a tiger. When you see a pigeon and a pelican and an uh, eagle, you say, that's a pelican. That's an eagle. But you can differentiate within animals, but you cannot differentiate within human beings? Come on now. Use your common sense. It's not a diss on Africa, because I know Africa, they're going through a lot of trials and tribulations right now. And you have those pastors. Let me address those pastors, those in West African pastors who's preaching this false narrative about miracles, about this and that, about, you know, money, about prosperity. They're preaching all this nonsense, but meanwhile, in their own country, the people are poor. They barely have a dollar to live. One of them live, uh, people are living with a dollar a day, a dollar a week for that matter. So a lot of rich, past- West African pastors, they came from poor countries, but they're preaching this prosperity gospel and this miracle gospel. I'm like I'm saying to myself, if you're doing all these miracles in Africa, why are millions of Africans all in Africa every year? So that means your miracle is not working. Your prosperity gospel is ain't working. Because if there was working, millions of Africa would not live millions of Africans would not leave Africa every year if that gospel was being preached the proper way. If you was really doing miracles, like this guy Kawa, talking about miracles in South Africa. One out of five people in Africa have HIV in South Africa. Why don't you do a miracle for that, AfriKawa? Secondly, you have the land uh, conflict. If you do a miracle, why don't you resolve the land conflict, AfriKawa? Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me, AfriKawa? Why don't you resolve this land conflict in, in South Africa? You're doing a lot of miracles out there, right? Stop lying. Stop the buffoonery. It's time to be real with our people. All this buffoonery got to stop. Now let's move back to America. America is a harlot woman. I will be doing a package about that. I'll talk about her military, her uh, system, her health system, her economic. She's a harlot woman because she slept. she's been in bed with all the nation. There's a lot of parallels between woman and America. Like America is a new Babylon. America, if you look from the biblical perspective... America is a new Babylon. America is going through a transition. It's not going to get white. Let me break that to you, those Caucasian, a.k.a. whites. It's going to get darker and darker, okay? America is going to get darker, okay? Next 50 years, America is going to be darker. It's not going to be whiter. So if I, I need to break the news to you, America is going to be darker. It's not going to get whiter. So if you think it's going to get white, I got news for you. It's going to go back to his original states. It's going to get darker. So in the next 30 years, 50 years from now, I might not be here. But once you listen to this pack, I say, yep, John said it. It's getting darker. It's going to get darker. So I'm sorry to break the news to America. It's going to get darker. And, I, and black people in this country, Negro Americans specifically, Aborigines, copper-colored Negro American. Let me address you guys first. You guys cannot no longer be marching. All this marching, you have hematose calluses on your toes. You've been marching for the last 60 years. You have nothing to show for it. You only own 1% of the the wealth of this country. This country's GDP is about $15 trillion annually. Let me repeat. United States GDP is about $15 trillion annually. You only own 1% of that all this fighting about going to africa all this fighting about which party we should join you should call congress you should put out a petition where you can re, uh, get those 16 million acres that congress took away from negro american during the 1800 and the 1900 after reconstruction so that 16 million acres they stole from the negro american in the south in the midwest that's what you should be focused on shout out to um Tariq Nasheed and shout out to Jason Black out of uh, Louisiana and those brothers in the forefront of new black media. Uh, shout out to them and Dr. Claude Anderson. I remember uh, Tariq was saying that um, Tony Moore and Eva Cornell was going in and Dr. No Dr. Uh, Dr. Claude Anderson. He's been doing this for decades. He's an icon. He's one of the best. He's not corner. Cool, he's not cornering cool around. He's not bug dancing around the subject. He gave you specific. We need to have a black agenda. We need to have a black community. A community is what you own and build. Okay? You know, you live in, 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 the, in the suburb, that's a neighborhood. You have black neighbors. We don't have black community. You see, like I said, integration was really bad for black people. Negro American, copper color, is American. Integration was really bad for us. That's why once MLK realized that they killed him because he knew that I sold my people to a burning house. He knew that we have lost a lot of billions of dollars went to white uh, businesses. And those white businesses, they were those buying the, our businesses at a wholesale price. So integration, economic, spirit, in and spirit, in spiritual level, it was really bad for black people in this country collectively. And when I look at the data, I, I, I spoke to a lot of old people now, a lot of old people that grew up on that deck uh, era, they told me they was not going for it. Then in 1988, J.C. Jackson, he gave you the term African-American, promoting Africa again. You guys are promoting Africa so heavy. What Africa have done for you lately? Africa don't give you no reparation. They don't have a DACA program in Africa. None of those countries have offered you millions of acres of land to build, to uh, cultivate. None of them, not Nigeria, not Ghana, not South Africa, none of those, not, not Ethiopia, none of those countries, not Congo, Cote d'Ivoire, none of those countries, Zimbabwe, none of them have offered you land to come and build. They want to give it to the Caucasian, aka whites, paleface. They haven't given you any land. Look what going on in South Africa the land conflict with uh, Louis Malema he's been talking about this for decades now. So those are the things that you have to factor in. You want to go to Africa? Yeah, this is an individual decision. Like I said before, but you cannot oppose that against on everybody. You cannot say, Oh, we all have to go to Africa. No, we don't. We are not Africans in the first place. They don't have no documentation, documentation at the Geneva, at the Vatican, or the library of Congress to prove that we are Africans. Once you get that, let me see it in black and white. I might take a trip out there myself. But don't try to convince me on this false narrative. I have to go to Africa. or we came from Africa. You know, because you cannot judge people. You cannot go by skin color. Like I said, we have different phenotype. I can't really emphasize this enough. We have different phenotype. This is scientific. It's not my word. It's scientific. You must know that. You must understand that. As we approach the, the end of the year, this is the end of the decade. A lot have transpired throughout this decade. Technology had evolved. Politics have changed. So it's going to continue to change. And black people must to get have to get away from those, from the Democrat party. They have to get away from the Republican party and create their own party with their own agenda. And we cannot put all, bestow all our responsibility on our leaders, because a leader have to lead, but most of those leaders, they can't lead nothing. They can't even lead their own family, let alone lead a group of people, millions of people. So we, we have to put, you know, stop putting people on pedestal and stop worshiping people, idolizing people. We need to stop doing that because that's a sin. You can't be idolizing people. And put people on pedestal. You can be inspired by a person. But you cannot idolize them. Like a statue. That's demonic. You can idolize nobody. You can be inspired by somebody. But idolizing that mentality needs to stop. All this South, North, West stuff. Caribbean people. North American people. We need to have a correlation. We need to come together as Voltron. We need to come together. Because the world is against us. They want us to be divisive. Like I said, as we move to the next decade, 2020 is about to start a new decade. We need to come together as one. And that's what they're scared of. They're scared of the Negro American and the Caribbean American coming together as one. And once we become one, it's gonna be hard for them to break us apart. That's scary for them. That is the biggest fear. Those aristocrats, that is their biggest fear. Us united, we have to unite it. It is imperative that we, as aborigines copper-colored American, we have to unite it on all fronts for us to be successful. Let's forget about Africa for now. Once we united Africa will get the act together. If we don't unite, Africa will never be united. I repeat, once we united Africa will get the act together. They will be united. But we have to do it first because, like I said, American, Negro American in particular, the tribe of Judah, they set the trend for the world, whether it's our music, our fashion, our politics, we set the trend. We are a trendsetter. Africa, we don't follow Africa. Africa follow us. They follow our leads. It's not a this on Africa. I'm not saying Africans don't have great leaders. They do have great leaders. I'll be dismissive to say that. I'm not that naive. But we set the trend. We're talking about trendsetters. The Negro-American troubled Judah, they set the trend. You must know that. You must understand that. They are trendsetters. Whether it's a music uh, icon, a politician icon, we set the trend for the whole world. The whole world look up to us for, 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 for the next thing, the next big thing. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that the Negro-American in the Caribbean-American will come together as one. And once that took place, the whole world gonna change. The whole world gonna change. They are gonna see how powerful we are as a people. Then they will know how powerful we are. It's not a dish on Africa, because Africa have a lot, of div- a lot of division. They have a lot of conflict among themselves. Whether you're talking about their tribe, the politician, their pastors, there's a whole lot of conflict in Africa africa have nothing to offer us okay and it's not a diss on africa don't because there's going to be african who listen to this podcast let me address you you know it and i know it you guys are so divisive in your current country i don't know you came from with the congo cote d'ivoire cameroon senegal i don't care if you come from south africa nigeria ethiopia somalia you know, those countries... At least Somalia... I will say Ethiopia is more stable than Kenya. Kenya and Ethiopia, they won 1A, 1B. I'll give Ethiopia 1A, um, Kenya 1B. They're very stable as far as a nation. They do have their conflict, but they're more stable than the other country I mentioned. They're more stable than Nigeria. If Nigeria can combine their resources with South Africa, they can be the biggest you know, they can run the whole continent because they have the wealth and they have the people to do so. So they're not gonna come by the economy. If they do, that'll be a great move for the whole continent if Nigeria and South Africa come by the economy. But they ain't gonna do that because they're so divisive on this tribal mindset and that's very detrimental to their health and their growth. So that being said, this is my take of this 2020, 2019. This is the end of the decade and I'm glad to make it to the end of this decade. I'm very grateful. I'm not where I want to be. Like I told you, I want this podcast to go worldwide. I want to be top five. Hopefully the top top dog in in the whole world. But my goal for next year, I would like this podcast, go top five. Copy and share this podcast to your friend. Invite your friends to come listen to it. Like I said, you may not agree in everything I said. I'm just giving my perspective on different worldly events. Whether I'm talking about America, Hitler, I'm talking about celebrities sometimes, which I barely do. But I have to to give a uh, shout out to Tariq Nasheed, a shout out to uh, Jason Black out of Louisiana, Black Authority on YouTube, Chronicle of Judah on Instagram, Chronicle of Judah. On YouTube, I have to give a shout out to uh, all those people I just mentioned. I watched their show, I followed them. Those brothers, they are the new black media. They're putting some heavy stuff out there to make us think and make us challenge the the status quo. So Jason Black out of Louisiana, Tariq Nasheed out of LA. So those brothers, they they, they are at the forefront and they have a lot of stuff they have to talk about. Like I said, reparation is due uh, for Negro American. Uh, there's no way to you know you guys know that I'm very adamant about that um, the Congress needs to cut the check all this talk all this studying is irrelevant it's time for them to cut the check because it's been 400 years it's been 400 years before I, before I lift I'm gonna emphasize more towards African now you said we are the same people so it's been 400 years right? we left Africa right we was, Bought to America 400 years ago. But you never send a canoe army to come get us. If you're a parent like myself, your child go missing for a week, a month, a year, and you never come and get that child, that's an oxymoron. You ask me, that's an oxymoron. That's a stupid parent. Why would you let your child missing for all that time? So that in itself is not conducive for your parents to leave you alone, to not come get you. It doesn't make no sense. That's what I'm saying. Look, just come and say, let's look at and look at the geography of Africa back then they didn't have the Suez Canal they didn't have the Panama Canal back then so now if you're going to transport slaves from West Africa you have to go south so you're going to have to go south then go back east go back northeast go to the Mediterranean Sea then to Europe then come back to the Caribbean Sea then come back to America Negro please there's no way the fecal mitre, the bacteria would have killed people. The salt water alone would have killed all those slaves. And the way they, they, they stack them like sardine, So you have people urinate, defecating on each other. And plus the salt water. You know how much, how much bacteria you have? That's a three-month journey. You're talking about three months in, on, on the sea. That's a two to three-month journey. So you tell me you have survivors. No, you're not going to have a lot of survivors in that boat. I'm not delusional, okay? I'm real. You have, you have all these people stacked up like sardines, urinating, defecating on each other, plus the salt water. They would die, okay? It's not conducive. It doesn't make no sense for you to bring all these people. Meanwhile, we have all these millions of people here in, our, in America. Remember, we are indentured servant, which means we own the land. We taught those Europeans how to farm. It was not the other way around. The other way around, we taught those Europeans how to farm the land. They're not native of America. They don't know this, this this terrain of North and South America. They don't know this terrain. They came from Europe. Those Pelpeces that came from Africa, and Europe, they didn't know how to how to cultivate this land, how to manage this land. We have four seasons. Unlike Africa, Africa have a wet season and a dry season. In the Americas, we have four season. So that's a different land and we center in the middle of the earth. Africa is not centered in the middle of the earth. And there are two phrase that they use towards America is the land of milk of honey and the breadbasket of the world. They never use those two terms towards Africa. They never. The the oldest human being fossil is found in Brazil, Lucy. They found the old, and the mummy in Nicaragua in Peru they find mummies that outdate the Egyptian mummy by 50,000 years so we are the old world the America is truly the old world and we we have to tell our children that not Africa, Africa is the second old world but the America is truly the the old world so that being said um, you guys have a great new year happy new year, I wish you guys great health prosperity so Like I said, I want this podcast to go global. That's my objective for next year. Uh, I want it to be top five uh, around the world. So you guys can copy and share this podcast to your friends, your co-workers, your family members. Thank you. I love, I appreciate the support. Happy New Year. Feliz Navidad. Joyeux Noël. Bon année. Um, You guys have a great um, day, a great evening. Take care. One love.